Company presents Captain Midnight. Captain Midnight, brought to you five times each week by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Joppers and Dealers. So this is Christmas. Yes, sir. The big day is here. And believe it or not, fellows and girls, this is one day your friend Don Gordon is going to take a rest. I'm just here this afternoon to wish all you Flight Patrol members and your friends and relatives a mighty Merry Christmas evening. Hey, but wait a minute. Wait, wait. What's this? Why, say, it's a special delivery letter. A great, big, important-looking letter marked personal, and it's addressed to you. And say, I see up here in the corner that this letter is from a man who has a lot of genuine affection for every member of Captain Midnight's Flight Patrol. Because this letter is from Mr. W.G. Skelly himself, the founder and president of the Skelly Oil Company. And it's addressed to you, so, well, let's read it, shall we? Here, I'll open it. All right, here's Mr. Skelly's letter. Dear Flight Patrol members and friends of Captain Midnight everywhere, this is a letter with a double purpose. First, of course, is to wish you all a Merry Christmas. But there's another reason. It's to tell you how happy and proud we are to have you as members of Captain Midnight's famous Flight Patrol. We're proud that you're interested in joining a club like this an organization that is dedicated to the upbuilding of America's future on land and in the air through its young people, the future leaders of our nation. We hope this program is giving you entertainment, lots of it, but also we hope it's teaching you many things about aviation, about clean, courageous living, about patriotism, about facing danger in the cause of right. If this program is helping in some measure to do that, I feel that Captain Midnight has been, in every way, a grand success. And now, in saying goodbye, let me wish you, for myself, and for skilly men everywhere, the merriest kind of a Christmas and the happiest of all New Year's. Well, say thank you for that fine letter, Mr. Skelly. I'm sure I'm speaking for every single Flight Patrol member listening in today when I say the same to you, Mr. Skelly, and many of them. And now to Captain Midnight. The famous pilot and Chuck Ramsey have fallen into the trap laid by Ivan Sharp. They are in the water dungeon of the old Aztec Temple, below the river level, a death chamber devised by cunning Aztec kings of centuries ago. Ivan Sharp is in the chamber with them but he has arranged with his daughter, Fury, for a way of escape for himself, leaving Captain Midnight and Chuck inside. Ivan Shark's hands are still in the air as Captain Midnight covers him. Chuck has just discovered that the massive stone door through which they entered has closed. Listen as Shark says. What are you doing, Captain Midnight? This is some trick of yours. That stone door suddenly closed. All right, Shark, don't try to fool me with that kind of talk. I couldn't push that door open. Look, on the floor. There's water running over it. What is this? What are you doing, Captain Knight? Shark, no, that's quite in check. Evidently, his plans have misplanned. All right, now, you watch him while I look around. Okay, I'll keep him covered. You have planned this, Captain Knight. But it won't work. You will be trapped, too. 
The water. The water is flooding the chamber. And that door is closed. All right, never mind that. Come here, both of you. All right, now watch him, Chuck. You bet I will. You will answer to me, Captain Midnight. You will tell me what this is. Yes, as if you don't know. Wait. Throw the light in that far corner there, Chuck. Jiminy Cricket. There's a small circular hole. And water shooting through it. It's the end, I tell you. We are all lost. Ah! Quick, Chuck. Come here. To the door, quick. What are you going to do? The door will not move. Ramsey tried it already. Oh, come on, Chuck. Both of us together now. Push, push. Harder. Don't move. We are lost, I tell you. This is the end. Oh, gosh. This water's up over my shoes already. Well, then, now you listen to me, Ivan Chuck. This is no surprise to you, because you got us in here by a trick. That's a lie, Captain Midnight. I was on business of my own down here, and you interrupted me. The parade of treasure? Yes. Yes, you must know it. I was looking for the parade of treasure. Yes, but what about those shots and your yelling? Oh, no, no, it won't go, Shark. I know you too well. You planned to get us into this room, and you know the way out. Somewhere near us, there's a hidden control that'll open that door. I am telling the truth, Captain Midnight. If there is some means of opening that door, I do not know what it is. You're not fooling us, Shark. You plan to escape from this room and leave us in here. But I tell you what won't work. We are armed and you're not. If Chuck and I are to die in this hole, you'll die with us. Because you'll never get out of here alive, maybe you get that? Maybe he's telling the truth. Maybe something's happened that he didn't expect. Oh, Captain, we've got to do something, and we've got to do it quick. The water's over our ankles. <laughs> now, what's the joke? Ah, uh, the humor of the situation has suddenly dawned upon you. We have been bitter enemies for years. You've devoted your life to my extermination. And now, now just when success was to crown your lifelong effort, everything is washed out, and you and I stand upon an equal footing, trapped in an underground chamber beneath an ancient Aztec temple. Oh, quit talking. Let's do something to get out of here. Nothing we can do, Ramsey, will get us out of here. What I was about to tell you, Ramsey, is this. Because there is one power in the world which recognizes neither youth nor age, wealth nor poverty. And that power, Ramsey, is the power of life and death. What's he getting at, Captain Midnight? What does he mean? Does he really mean we're going to... Yes, Ramsey, I mean exactly that. We, the three of us, are about to die. And what makes you so certain that we are all to die? I will tell you why, Captain Midnight. In this moment, I see nothing to be gained by deception. This chamber, as you may suspect, is below the river level. And this room is a water torture chamber. Is he telling the truth? He can't be. Come on now, Chuck. Come on, pull yourself together. Remember what I've always said about keeping your head? I'm sorry. I'll try to keep cool. <laughs> You'll keep cool, my dear Ramsey. You will keep cool all the way into eternity. Don't listen to him, Chuck. He's only trying to scare you. I've heard of chambers like this before, Shark. And I'm quite certain of one thing. You didn't close that stone door yourself. Since you didn't, who did? I do not know, Captain Midnight. And even if I did, what good would it do us now? That door is closed and the water is rising rapidly. Well, whoever closed it can open it again. Why don't we fire our pistols and shout? Maybe someone will hear us. There is absolutely no chance, Ramsey. Any sound will be drowned by the war of the waterfall. Yes, he's right, Chuck. Look, the water's up to our waist already. Yes, my dear Ramsey. And judging by that, we may have eight, possibly ten minutes to live. Oh, never mind that. Get your gun out, Chuck, and keep Shark covered. I'm going to the other end of the room and find out something. Okay, I'll keep him covered. 
Ah, you a good swimmer, Ramsey. Yes, I'm pretty good. Why? Because the ceiling of the room, Ramsey, is about two feet above our heads. Soon we will have to start swimming. So what? I am just reviewing what is in store for us. We will finally end up with our noses against the ceiling and less than an inch of airspace. And very soon, even that will be gone. You can't scare me if that's what you're trying to do. It's really a shame, Ramsey, that a youth of your unusual promise should have to die so young. As for myself and Captain Midnight, why... Ah, uh, here he comes down. Did you find out anything, Captain Midnight? There's <laughs> always the brave Captain Midnight will not give up. But this is one time you all have to. Yes, the conclusion of a famous career comes to an end in this slimy, gurgling hole in Mexico. Does that not shame you, Captain Midnight? Your star should have set high in the sky in a final blazing meteor of doom, a glowing, sensational death that would be a fitting climax, a final exit worthy of you, instead of an ignominious death. Like a rat. I'm certainly indebted to you for these splendid tributes. Yes, and the fact that you make such long speeches at a time like this only proves that... The water! I... The water! It's still rising! Yes, my dear Ramsey, it is about our weight. And before long... Yes, let me look at my watch. Yes, before long, it will be over. Our head. Yes, our head. <laughs> ah, what a singular coincidence. You are called Captain Midnight... Because of the sensational feats of bravery you have accomplished, many of them at this hour of the night, we are approaching the hour of twelve. And you, you are approaching your final exploit. <laughs> you see, the thing is very funny. But don't forget that what happens to us happens to you, too. Oh, no, my dear Ramsey. I do not forget that at all. But I have a flair for the drama, Ramsey. There is nothing dramatic in the death of the criminal Ivan Shot. But think of the pathos of the miserable death of the famous Captain Midnight. Oh, I'd never mind all that. Come here. Step to your right, Shark. I want you further from that door. Certainly, my dear Captain. Anything to please you. Ah, that's better. Come over near the door, Chuck. I've got something to tell you. A little secret conference, is that it? A very nice thing to have, but totally unproductive, I can assure you. A little more here. All right. This is far enough now, Chuck. Have you found out anything? I know. Listen, Chuck, and listen carefully. I'm listening. I'm convinced Shark is putting on an act. He doesn't expect to die. He hasn't escaped to get out for himself. There's something else I noticed. He keeps looking at his watch. Yes, I noticed that too. He evidently expects something to happen at a certain time. Well, what are we going to do? Listen to me and listen carefully. Keep him covered with a flashlight, just as I'm doing now. That's it. Did you find out anything when you went to the other end of the room? Yes, Chuck, yes. Now, listen. Time is getting short. This water's getting higher. Whatever I tell you to do, either aloud or in a whisper, you do it and do it at once. You bet I will. I'm still positive Shark has arranged all this. That he's planned a way of escape, leaving us in here to die. So we've got to watch him every single second. Come on, now. We'll go back for him. But don't get too close. Well, as a result, of Captain Midnight found a way out. He'd better hurry if he has. No, not yet. But I know you have. Listen, Captain Midnight. I've just thought of something. Since Sharp didn't close that door, perhaps some of his own men did. To get rid of Ivan Sharp. Maybe, maybe Von Griff. Von Griff. Well, that's possible, Chuck. Von Griff. What do you know about Von Griff? Well, Chuck. Maybe you made a good guess. What do you know of Von Griff? 
Here, you do not even know him. We had a very interesting conversation with Von Griff the other night. He told us he used to be your chief pilot, but that he isn't any longer. Maybe Ivan Sharp knows Von Griff's friend. Senor Rutro. Rutro. You know him also? Yes. And perhaps you'd be interested in knowing that Von Griff and Lutro are in this temple right now. No. No, it is not true. You're lying. You are. Now I know the truth. I am lost. I'm lost. We're all lost. All of us. Captain Midnight was right. Ivan Sharp had planned his own escape, but the sudden realization has come to him that Von Griff and Lutro may have thwarted his plan. But with him are Captain Midnight and Chuck. If the massive door does not open when the 15 minutes are up, what will happen? Tune in tomorrow to Captain Midnight. They things surely are mighty tense right now for Captain Midnight and his friends. But, uh, after all, this is Christmas, and they do want you to know they're all right and that they're wishing you the best holiday season offers. Yes, every last one of them asked me to tell you, Merry Christmas. Not only Captain Midnight himself, but Chuck Ramsey, Patsy Donovan, Ma Donovan, Pablo, Dolores, Senor Pereira, every member of Captain Midnight's brave party sends you their warmest Christmas greetings. As Pablo would say, well, here, come on, uh, Pablo, say it yourself. Okay, Senor Gordon. I say the Merry Christmas like we say it in old Mexico. Like this. Feliz Pascual de Navidad. I say it again. Feliz Pascual de Navidad. That means Merry Christmas. Okay? Yes, sir, Pablo. That's okay. And fellas and girls, that goes for all of us. Feliz Pascual. Feliz Pascual. Oh, well, you know what I mean. Merry Christmas. Now, don't forget to tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for further transcribed adventures of Captain Midnight, brought to you by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. Until tomorrow, this is Don Gordon, your Skelly Man, saying goodbye and Merry Christmas! Oh.